Welcome back, guys, to Men Being Boys. It is my pleasure to be back here for our summer special episode. Um, we took a hiatus. Um, we say this about every time we have an episode, but uh, we took a summer break, to be honest with you. Um, with you, as always, uh, it is Ben Zupke, uh, your host, along with the co-host, Cam, the man. Hyatt, how are you doing today? Doing good. We back. We back. Yes, sir. We are back because some great things are happening, especially in the Wisconsin sports world. Um, I, I it's it's hard to believe that you know a time like this has come, especially for Wisconsin sports. Um, we have endured a lot of pain and and struggle, um, even you know in the past recent months with uh, you know football. But uh, you know we have uh, a special superstar. Um, he's from Greece. And I, I, I love the man to death, Cameron. I, I don't you know. Like we got him on the show or something. Yeah, yeah no, I, w- I wish we, you know, if we had Giannis on the show, I don't know. I don't know how, I don't know how I would feel, but I probably wouldn't know what to say. I'm going to be honest with you. you think <laughs> if we had Giannis on the show, like, would people even find out about that? Or would it just be like another episode with a few hundred views, you know? You know what? It, Oh, it, it depends. I mean, it could get a lot of it. I think if we really publicly put it out there, I think a lot of people would share it, you know, and if Giannis yeah. were to give us a shout out, it, it could, it could grow up and our podcast could boom, Imagine. but that's just hoping and dreaming at this I point. Get we got him. We'll yeah. settle for the Nasus. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Um. So, yeah. So if you are not aware, uh, you are clearly living under a rock. Um. The Bucks won the NBA finals. Woohoo. Um, so I, I don't. I don't. This is a long time coming, honestly. For for any Wisconsin sports fan, um, we haven't had anything since 2010-11 season for the Packers. That was the last Wisconsin, you know, like championship win. Um, and it, it's quite the feeling. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, I feel like we can't even we can't even give it justice because I don't know about yourself, but you know, I've been a basketball fan for like seven, eight years now. Right. And, you know, I've obviously been a Bucks fan for all the time. So, you know, I saw us at our worst and now I get to see us at our best. But for people like our parents and grandparents who have gone through the full 50 year drought, you know, it's, I've only been like in the basketball world for maybe 10 years. So right. I'm, you know, I'm just talking fractions of time that I've been waiting for this where, you know, my dad, like, I can only imagine the feeling he's going through. Or right. Yeah. Um so to put this in perspective, I started watching Bucks basketball. I started to become a basketball fan in like sixth grade. Okay. So Brandon Jennings was our, you know, our cornerstone player. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was a long, that feels like a long time ago, but it was like 10, you know, 15, whoa, like 12 years ago, I'd mm-hmm. probably say, or eight years ago, whatever it was, however long ago it was, it was a long time ago. So, uh, but my, you know, like you said, to put it all in perspective, uh, my dad uh, wasn't even born when they were in the championship the last time. So, or sorry, the NBA finals last time. So he, you know, after, you know, the game was over, I called him and I'm not joking. And he's not the only one. I know he wasn't the only one because when we were at the Deer District, there were people crying, you know. So um, he was shedding some tears like, wow, like this is such a joyous moment. And especially for Milwaukee, uh, I, I think, you know, Milwaukee as a city has gone through some, you know, some crazy things. Um so I think just for Milwaukee, this was a great sight to see um, and be able to, you know, enjoy this moment. Yeah, it was a blast having you at the Deer District, and it's so electric when we're there every time. Right. But I definitely see what you what you mean. And for me, I mean, it felt like a weight off my shoulders for myself, just knowing that 
yeah, I saw a championship right. in the books, and also kind of for Giannis that so many narratives were broken down in the past few weeks, or yep. could be, because obviously there's always going to be Giannis haters, as there always. are LeBron, Katie, and even Michael Jordan haters. Right. But you can no longer not call him a champion. Right, and and I watched Giannis since he won 15 games. What was it, 2013-14? Whatever that season was. Um, and to see him grow and stay in Milwaukee and become the MVP he has become, uh, you just got to feel for the guy. Like, you got to understand, like, this kid came from, from absolutely nothing. Shining shoes on the street. And even being here in the, the uh, United States, everyone knows the story where he was uh, late to his game and he didn't have a car. So, and he sent all his money to his family to Greece and um, he didn't have money to get a cab. So he started running to the gym in, in New York. And then, you know, that, that just speaks volume to how much of this, you know, what a, that it means to him and B that, you know, it shows how much, how far he's come. How could you not like Giannis? I mean, it's weird for me to look at. I mean, I'm gonna love Giannis even if he had a you know lesser personality. But like, right. I'd love to to hear from an outsider that doesn't like Giannis why they don't like Giannis. Um, right. I had my brother's wedding during Game Five of the uh, the finals. Okay. And I was talking with one of uh, my dad's old friends that I had become friends with growing up, and he said he was not. He's from well, he's, he's from Massachusetts, so he's a Boston fan. But okay. he lived in um, Wisconsin for ten or fifteen years. And he said he's not a Bucks fan, and he's kind of a Bucks hater because of Giannis. And it's not <laughs> yeah. even it's not even a personality thing for him. For Giannis, he said right. he just doesn't like the way that Giannis plays. And he said mm-hmm. when when Giannis was out for those few games against Atlanta, that he loved the Bucks, and you know we looked so fluid. And there's some right. truth to it, but right. I I love watching Giannis play. I love that dominant, you know that you know yep. skin to skin, just aggressive, and put his head down and see if he can come up with points. And I love that, but I guess that's not everyone. Right. And it, I, I, it, you know what, but that argument I think is flawed just because we all know having Giannis makes the bucks better. And that's just, you can't argue that the, the dude dropped 50 points in a game six of an NBA finals to win the NBA championship. And, and they, he willed that team to win. Who cares if they're more fluid without him? He willed that team to win. And it's not like he, you know, he's complaining about, you know, who he has with him, who's helping. He goes out there and, and I, I, I don't know. It, it's, he obviously makes that team better. So that argument, I just don't necessarily agree with, but you know what? He's not a Bucks fan. So I can't yeah. really say anything. So it's strange just though, coming from like, he's probably mid forties, you know, and he grew up kind of in more of that, that aggressive era. Whereas, right. you know, people our age, I could see making more of a case because, yeah, like the Steph Curry's and the step backs and the deep shots, you know, right, right. For someone that kind of grew up in an aggressive era, right. I thought he would appreciate that, but right, yeah. And and another narrative that bothers me is the narrative that oh the Bucks got lucky, oh they don't deserve, like you know, screw off. They deserve it. They've worked hard. Chris Middleton's came from the you know he came in as a second round pick from the G League and he's an NBA champion. Drew Holiday has been the most underrated player in the NBA for like the longest time. And now he's getting his dues and everyone said he didn't deserve that contract. Well, clearly he did because he, you know, locked up Devin Booker, right. Or Chris Paul, whoever he was guarding. Okay. And PJ Tucker's, you know, 
I'll, I'll use his words for him. He's a dog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, but, and, and Giannis, obviously everyone knows the story about Giannis. So, and people make the argument, oh, the Nets were hurt. Okay. Well, KD is still, in my opinion, you know, the top two player in the NBA. He's one of the best players in the NBA, right? Just because his foot was on the line, you know, you know, it happens, right? So that means the Bucks won. Okay. So I, I just don't understand the slander that, you know, is coming from the Bucks or going to the Bucks that they won the championship. Like, where was the slander when LeBron won a championship in the bubble? Right. Like, I, I, I don't know. I just don't understand the whole slander part of this for the Bucks winning the championship. Haters always find a way to flip the narrative. And I mean, you can, you, you can always agree or disagree with these, you know, ridiculous narratives that come about and they always come about, which is the thing, no matter. Or there, when's the last time that there's been a championship that was valid in the eyes of everyone? Maybe, what, 2016 Cavs, in my opinion, the best finals of all time. Yeah, that was a every, good one. Every finals, there's some reason why this team didn't go as far as they should have or this team overperformed. You know, right. like, you know, so many rings are invalidated by haters. Right. And, I mean, I get it. Like, I think the Nets would have won if they would have stayed healthy. Yeah. But that's a part of basketball, you know, not staying healthy. <laughs> you know, I think James Harden was not in shape at the start of the season. That might've mm-hmm. caught up with him. What happened to Kyrie? It's unfortunate, but that's basketball, you know, Giannis right. gets hurt and he comes back and keeps playing. You know, if exactly. he would have been out, then, then that's it. You know, if he's, if he tears his leg on the way down, we don't have him. Maybe we don't make it out of the, the conference finals. And that's right. that. Exactly. But just basketball. And- and, and you know what? It's not even just basketball. That's sports. I'm going to be honest with you. That, that, you know, I always hear this in almost every sport. Oh, this guy was hurt. We would, you know, I'm guilty of doing it too, right? It, and I'm sure, let's say hypothetically, if the Bucks lose to the Hawks, they, for whatever reason, they can't figure it out, you know, without Giannis, then I'd probably go, you know what? The Bucks didn't have Giannis, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's just like, it's a sports thing. And you know what? Unfortunately, you just got to move on and, except the fact of what actually happened. And so I just think that, you know, with the Bucks winning, like I- I'm so sick and tired of hearing, you know, I get it, we're a small market, but I'm just so sick and tired of hearing all that slander. My thing, what I don't get is that, you know, there's so many people on the net side where they're like, you know, the Nets only lost again because they lost, you know, Kyrie and James Harden for the most part. Right. But did you really want the Nets to make it all the way? And did you really want the Lakers to make it all the way? So we can just see again the whoever has the biggest, you know, city and has the most, you know, glamour to right. their to their own little franchise. Do we want to see LA against Brooklyn? Yeah, like, super I teams. think it's a blessing in disguise to see you know some small market teams. Right. You know, we get to see Devin Booker kind of start his his star career. Right. And Giannis get that ring. You know, I'd exactly. rather see. Or if Atlanta would have made it, it's fun watching these small teams. You know, duke it out, and I think those rings are more meaningful than. You know, another LA one or Brooklyn decking the the deck in their favor, and then doing what they were expected to do. Yeah, and I I completely agree. And another thing is, is I think Giannis proved to not only everybody in the NBA, like with players, but I think all of all of um, NBA fans and you know those analysts out there that were telling Giannis to leave and go join a super team. I think he proved a point, saying, you know what. Hey, we can win a championship. I don't have to leave. I can go win it here, and I'm going to win it here. And that that the dedication is just from him is unmatched. Like there's nobody that I that I know of that you know can do that in the NBA and give a hundred percent on both ends of the floor. Yeah, it's admirable. You um, 
you noted it something a few minutes back about Kevin Durant being a top two player. Do you uh, think that this Giannis little incident puts him up to number number one? So I've heard the debate twenty times in the last week. Right, uh, and I was just talking about it today. Um, I I, I go back and forth, and and here's why. KD, in my opinion, right now in this league is the best scorer. Okay, so I, I, and this league is a very offensive league. Defense, yes, the Bucks were the deep best defensive rating team in the league or whatever. But I, it doesn't seem like defense is a is a big thing in the NBA. Would you agree? Yeah, the Bucks were not. They weren't number one, were they? I thought LA was number one. Like okay, they, well, they were, like, top five. Okay, let's just say that. Sure, I'm yeah, not yeah. sure what they were. I, mm-hmm. I know they were top five for sure. So when I go back between Giannis and, and KD, I, I see Giannis gives 100% on offense and defense, right? KD probably gives you, you know, let's say it's a regular season game, right? KD probably gives you about 80% on the offensive floor and then probably 20% on the defensive floor, Okay. So, and then Giannis, you know, whether it's a regular season game or postseason or preseason, he gives you 100% on offense, 100% on defense. That's just how he is. That's just how he plays. So, we see his greatness all the time, right? So, I think we see KD's greatness probably just mainly in the postseason and then big games maybe during the regular season. So, I, I, I go back and forth between KD. KD's obviously a more polished offensive player by far, and it's not close. But Giannis just gives it both sides. So I, I don't know. I'm I'm torn and I go back and forth. I don't know what your thoughts are. No, I like what you said. I think that's all valid points. I right. I have watched about five in a row videos now say that Giannis is number one. And yeah. as a huge Giannis fan, of course, I don't agree yet. I still think he's well, I move him up to number two because going in the postseason I had him three, four, maybe five, but right. more three, four, but Right. I mean, I do think he is the best defensive player in the league. Mm-hmm. At offense, he's one of the best. But I don't think he has that ability to to take over like KD does and like we had to witness firsthand. And it's right. tough to watch. Right, right. I think the way that Giannis, you know, explodes is by exploiting matchups like DeAndre Ayton, who is not, you know, the most physical guy in the league. Right. Where Kevin Durant can exploit guys one through five in just incredible ways. And I think he might be the best scorer of all time. Mm-hmm. But right. until I don't know, I don't know what it's going to take for me to put Giannis ahead of KD. Um, maybe another ring next year, but right. And that's my thing is I I don't. The ring debate is so hard because KD won it with Golden State, right? And it those those two fi- those two finals he won against the Cavs weren't really relatively close. Okay, mm-hmm. and then he got hurt against Toronto, so clearly they obviously end up losing because. Golden State was hobbling to the NBA Finals. So the ring debate for me is kind of hard because we're talking in the moment. I, I don't think we're talking about, like, greatness, you know? So, oh, yeah. I put, I put Giannis's one ring as more valuable than KD's two. Right, right, right. So that that's long scheme of things. But in the moment, I – like, I love Giannis, but – even people that aren't Bucks fans, I was talking to, like I, I still put KD as number one in the league right now, just because of how how talented this dude is on offense. Like he's just a walking bucket 
And that and that's an understatement. And people who aren't even like Bucks fans or Giannis fans, they look at me and go, How could you not rank Giannis one? And I and I go, Have you seen KD play basketball? It's it's impressive. Yeah, another thing I think KD's game long term matures a lot better than Giannis's, you know, mm-hmm. relying on so much strength and athleticism for Giannis. Right. I right. still think he, you know, I think he will be the best player at some point, and it could be next season. And I think he could hold that for a long time, but not as long as, you know, someone yeah. that's seven foot with the most wet jumper, maybe outside of Steph Curry. Right. No. He can be doing this until he's 40, where I don't see that quite, to be honest. Hope he exactly. can, though. Right, right, right. I obviously hope Giannis can play as long as he can, right? Um, I also I will say this, though. If Giannis puts his mind to winning an MVP this coming up season, I truly do think he'll win it. I'm not sure how much he values the MVP now just because, you know, he won an NBA championship without being the regular season MVP. Mm-hmm. So I, I wonder what his mentality is going to be for this regular season. Like, what do you, what do you think it's going to be for him? I think Giannis is always in the right place, you know, mentally. He, right. his, his aim is always on team success and not individual success. And a lot of times with that brings individual success, as we've seen from all of his athletes. Mm-hmm. Um. But I agree. I don't think I don't think his goal is going to be I want a third, you know, MVP. Right. Five minutes into him winning his first ring, he's you know already making comments about how he's ready to do it again. Yep. So I think you know he's looking towards the long run, and he's going to play hard, like you said, hundred percent of the nights, hundred percent of the time. But I don't see an MVP for him next season. Yeah. I obviously the Bucks fan in me wants to see Giannis win a number another MVP. But I think I agree with you. I don't think he does it. And I don't think anybody from Brooklyn does it either just because you can't have three superstars and win an MVP. Yeah, no chance. I, I just can't see that happening with Harden, Kyrie, and KD. So, I, and I will say, you know, the season just signed up already talking about next year. But I will say I hope um, Brooklyn and the Bucks don't have to face each other to the conference finals. Like if that, you know, if that were to happen, the seeding and everything, I hope they don't have to, you know, play until the conference finals. Yeah. That because finals part one. Right. And when, when we beat Brooklyn, I looked at my dad and I said, we're going to the finals. Yeah. Well, even they didn't even finish uh, Philly out yet. So I was, I even thought the same thing because I didn't think Philly was that good. If they're, if Atlanta, they did finish Philly. They no, did, right? no, we went to no. game seven and they only went to they, they went, went to, to seven games and they played after us. They played like the next day because I remember not knowing who they were going to play. I wanted them to play Philly because I, A, I knew they could beat them and B, I thought it'd be a better series. Yeah. I, and don't get me wrong, Atlanta played very well. Atlanta played the best it could play and it should have only been five games. So it, it went six, but it should have only been five games. I'm going to be honest with you because game one, the Bucks just were not ready to play. And every other game, it was very clear that the Bucks were just the better team. So yeah. I agree. I remember looking at the, you know, before the playoffs had started, I was thinking, okay, Miami, that's going to be a tough series. I thought we would win, though, pretty confidently. I thought that game was, I thought that series was going to go seven. I was thinking, yeah, six. I was thinking six or seven. And, uh, and then you go Brooklyn next. And then I'm thinking Philly, of course. Right. Um, well, and then maybe an LA team for the championship. And yep. I thought that was going to be like the most impressive NBA run you know, that I could ever remember. Right. And then, I mean, you know, we lost some of that with Atlanta and, and Phoenix, but yep. it was still a blast and one heck of a ride. Yeah, I agree. And 
obviously I will never forget this, but this this postseason run because it you know it happened when I can cognitively remember you know everything that was going on, but um, just I I would have I think if Kawhi would have stayed healthy, I think the Clippers could have beat the Suns. I really do. I think easily. I think almost without Kawhi they should have because I was so upset for. Clippers fans, and I do not like the Clippers whatsoever. Right, but and I was heated. What was it? Game two when they when the Phoenix had fouled or um, used all their timeouts, and then they they review some controversial play for twenty minutes. Yep. Give yep. Bonnie Williams time to drop some perfect inbound play to DeAndre Ayton yep. in, in the game without without the officials being all you know picky in the in the postseason like they always are. Then right. it's a scramble with 0.8 seconds left, and Devin Booker throws up some garbage shot, and they probably don't win that game. Yep. And there was another game that came down to something similar, and that could have been a completely different series without Kawhi. Yeah, and Kawhi in there, and I think it's it's over. I agree. There are just some t- too many important missed calls, and um, it really cost the Clippers. I would have loved to see a Clippers Bucks finals. I don't know if the Bucks would have won, or maybe they they probably would have. I'm gonna be honest with you. With no um, Kawhi, yeah. With, do you think they the Bucks would have won with Kawhi if they played the Clippers? Uh, yeah, I think. I think Giannis has his way against the Clippers team. Yeah, I he will. I guy like Drew is just so key. Right. Um. What was I gonna say? Oh well, I will say that uh, um, playoff P showed up. You know, mm-hmm. the entire playoffs, and he played. I thought his best playoff basketball since his Indiana days. And I don't think that it's very close. You know, like that. I don't know if you remember Paul George in the conference finals against Miami. Do you remember that? That's probably my first year I was becoming a fan. So yeah, I was. Yeah, I'll say the same thing too. I was probably around like when I started watching basketball, and dude was an animal. Dude was. I just remember him being freaking amazing, but um, yeah. So, but you know what? Kudos to the Phoenix Suns for doing exactly what the Bucks did was taking advantage and winning when they should have. So, I. I but you know what? I thought the Bucks Suns series was great. Other than uh, what was it, Game Three when it was a blowout? Was uh was Game uh Game One was a blowout too, right? Game Game One was probably the least close game. Okay, yeah. But other than that, I thought all the games were close, and I thought it was a good finals. It's definitely so, fun. Yeah, I was I was bummed when we found out we were gonna play Phoenix because I told myself if we lost to Brooklyn, then I would just have you know some sort of interest in the league. Still, I would want to see Phoenix win because mm-hmm. you know I'm I liked Chris Paul until we played him and right. I like Booker and I think he's gonna be a great player and I wanted them to get a ring but right yeah then you're going against my box and I don't like yeah him. yeah I was I I was the uh, same way because I was talking to um front the buddies at work they are they were all kind of rooting for CP3 and I was like you know what if uh the Bucks were not in the finals I would be right there along with you rooting for CP3 mm-hmm. Cause I wanted him to get a ring, but yeah, I can't root against my Bucks. Yeah, maybe next year if he pairs up with the Lakers or something. But I will say, I like Chris Paul significantly less after we played him because, yeah. man, he's kind of a baby. I and, also liked uh, Devin Booker significantly less. Yeah. <laughs> uh, same goes for Booker. Man, they are actors, and they also play basketball yep. on the side. Like, oh, but I, no one will ever top Jay Crowder for me. <laughs> he is my least favorite player in the NBA. I'm not gonna lie to you. 
because I, even last year when he was on the heat, dude had his hands up complaining for a call every 30 seconds. I just couldn't do it anymore. I was, yeah. oh, gosh. Me and Brandon, tell our, we tell each other all the time. Him and I, we play a lot of basketball late at night indoors with girls. Yes. Um, but they play they play college ball, so they're they're good and they're athletic and all that. But right. maybe once a session, and we'll play for two, two and a half hours, maybe once in the whole runs, someone will be on the floor. And if that mm-hmm. happens, we're like, oh, someone, something must have happened. Yeah. But in the NBA, it's so soft, and it's such just like an acting job where yep. – someone hits your wrist on the way up, I need to be on the ground. You know, it, it's, it doesn't feel authentic. Right. And uh, yeah. And, and to add on to that, I was watching, I, I was watching some videos today about the Bucks cause I had some times to kill and I watched game seven highlights against the Nets. And every time I'm not joking, this is, I'm being dead serious. If you watch the highlights of the game, game seven, James Harden was on the floor. Every time he took a step back three, he didn't get touched and he got a couple, like he got a call when he was driving to the basket, drew holiday, literally had his hand up and they gave him the N one and he didn't touch him. Like, like it's just because of the flailing of the arms, the falling down, it's getting ridiculous to the point. And I will say the, the bucks are really good at not doing that, but um, Chris Middleton's pretty bad at it. He, he tries to act a little bit, but it's not as bad as some of the superstars, but um it's just it's annoying to watch like i just like go play basketball you're not there to get fouls like play the game you know how it's supposed to be played yeah and it's frustrating because like you're saying with some of those james harden things it's like he won't he feels like he won't get a call if he stays on his feet and if he just if he falls down every time he's gonna get maybe one or two and it's frustrating because they'll call some of this nitty-gritty stuff and then you know you have flashbacks to devin booker you know sexually assaulting drew holiday you know, going yeah. up and, way up and <laughs> when he's supposed to follow out of the game. Yep. It's... Yeah. He, he fouled two people. Okay. So you're going, I, I didn't know where you're going with that until you said that Drew Hall. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what? Yep. Uh, but yeah, no. Yeah. He literally wrapped him up. People are like, oh, he got the ball first. It doesn't matter. He put his armor on him. That's a foul. Okay. And the second one is where at the end of the game, I mean, not that it would have mattered, but at the end of the game, Chris Middleton, you know, drew the foul. Like it was a foul. Like he bodied him and they didn't call it. Like, but this, that and one, well, it should have been one. That finish was insane. Yeah. I but agree. again, should, that's Devin Booger's, what, seventh foul he should have had? Yep. I agree. Yeah. And you're right. And, but you know what? And at the end of the day, it's like that it goes for both teams. Calls that should have happened. There was one. I'm, obviously, it's not a game altering, you know, play. But Giannis literally ran over Jay Crowder, and they called a blocking foul on Jay Crowder. And I was like, okay, well, that was that was a bad call. But um, but it goes both ways. But obviously, we're we're gonna have bias. But it just seems, it seems ridiculous at sometimes, like how how much a they miss and how much they they call. Yeah, I think officiating, especially in the playoffs, is a huge issue. And yeah. I know they're going to take a look at it in this offseason. But being just a basketball fan, watching Phoenix and the Clippers battle it out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, there's five minutes left in the fourth. Like, I'll just watch this and it'll be a good time. 45 yeah. minutes later, we've yeah. gone two minutes into the game. And I'm like, dude, this isn't even, like, interesting anymore. It's like yeah. I'm watching, like, pictures. I like, remember little, that. Little, yeah. little snips of 10 seconds. Yeah, uh, it's just it's it's not good for basketball. Um, to be, I'm gonna be honest with you, it's not it's not good for basketball at all. Um, for for a sport that is really changing its image with all the new talent coming in and all the old talent going out, you know, 
old talent, I mean like LeBron, Carmelo, Dwayne Wade, all those people, you know, slowly, you know, leaving the NBA and new people like Trey Young, Luka Doncic, all the, you know, it's not a good image for rebranding basketball. So, yeah, yeah, guys, yeah, that's, I like Luka. Mm-hmm. Going back, way back to that uh, MVP talk we had, I think he might win it this year. But, uh, you know, and a lot of people said that for him this past season that he was going to win it. And oh, I, yeah. He was, he was big favorites. Mm-hmm. Have him last, last season. I certainly didn't have Jokic, but, uh, Right. I, think this might be I don't think any. I don't think anybody did, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, he's you know, a little sleeper. Yeah, but you know what? Well deserved. He played really well the whole season, so he's a beast. So, but yeah, so what a time to be alive for Milwaukee sports. Um, I, I we don't have to go into depth because it's the middle of the baseball season, but Brewers are playing well, so that's good for Milwaukee. Um, obviously the Bucks are coming off a championship. Imagine but, if. Imagine if it takes us another fifty years. Cross my fingers, but um, yeah, not going to seventy years old. We had looking back on this podcast, like reminiscing of when we were amped because we wanted. Right. Fun. Yeah, I and could you? I don't think this is going to happen. I don't think the Brewers are equipped enough. Um, but could you imagine if the Brewers won the World Series? I've always had this this fantasy of all three major teams winning the same year. Right. If any year is going to be the one, it's going to be this one. I think. It, it, yeah. Well, I think the Brewers. I don't know. I'd be start. surprised if they won, but yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I think the Brewers. There's a slim chance they could win. Right. And the Packers. I think there's a chance. Well, with which is what I wanted to get to next. Um. Gosh, I I, I don't like talking about this, but it, it we have to. Roger Aaron Rodgers is uh, officially reported back to uh, mini air camp for summer camp. Yeah. So with him under center, I think that gives us a way better chance. And the news circulating around today is that he will restructure his deal and play for this year if they bring back Randall Cobb, which they are like, you know what? Okay, fine. If that's what you want, we'll bring him in. Okay. And they're working on a deal to get Randall Cobb back over here to Green Bay. Um, I I just want to get your thoughts on the whole Rodgers drama saga that's going on right now thank god it's over man what a roller coaster every every week it's just new reports of how unhappy yeah. people are and, um, but is it is it really over though i think if we all i think i am going in the mindset and i think we all should that just this is going to be rogers last season yep and let's just enjoy it while we can i've had a blast having him on our team and yep. you know if this is the last last season we have with him then uh, i'll be okay with that yeah, I am. I am the same way to an extent. I'm okay. I'm happy he's coming back because I want. Obviously, I want number twelve under center. There's no doubt in me that that's what I want. But it, it's not gonna. It's gonna be a one man show. And part of me think that's what he wants. He wants. He wants himself to be in the spotlight. And. You know what? He's going to get it this year because of everything that's happened. I just see it after every game. Reporters going to be like, oh, is this your last game? Is this your last year? Blah, 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 whatever the case may be. And if I, uh, you know, I'm going to get so sick of it. I already know because I was so sick of it already this offseason. But I I just, I don't know. That's just how I feel. Uh, I guess to play devil's advocate, I don't care if he's the center spotlight, if he plays like anything he did last season, if he's going to be an MVP at, what is he, 36, 38 or something like. I think he's like, I think he's like 37, 
yeah, if he's going to play MVP caliber like that, then who cares if he gets all the media attention? Maybe he right. should. Um, and now I think people are starting to get on uh, Devontae Adams more than they were. I think he was a little slept on until this past season. Yep. So if him and if him and Rodgers have that connection again and we look yeah. like we did last year, then so be it. I agree. I agree. And I I think we'll be good um, as long as Rodgers is under center. But I will say I've had this like – this itch to see uh to see Jordan Love play. <laughs> I don't know yeah. like I don't know what it is in me, but I just want to see this kid play. Like I want to see if he's any good or not cuz I have no idea like what to expect from him. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, it'll be we'll get our we'll get our chance. Yeah. Hopefully later than sooner. <laughs> right. But. I I agree. But yeah, so the whole Rodgers thing, but going back to the original thing, like if I I agree with you that this is this is really the the year for all three Wisconsin sports teams to to really really hone in and get all the championships or to win the championships. I I I know you f- feel the same way, but what what a what a world that would be if three small market teams won the three major sport championships. It's never been done before. Exactly. But, so I mean, I would I would just be happy, especially for the Brewers, just to see them go far. I mean, we've seen the Packers yep. make it to the same spot two years in a row, and they're always you know up at the top of the hierarchy. But right, and the Brewers, they yeah. break them so, every season. Right, this is really unprecedented territory to have four years in a row of well, I don't really count last year because the Brewers are awful, but they still made the playoffs. But four years in a row of I I. I just don't see them, you know, slowing up anytime soon, knock on wood again, but I don't see them slowing up anytime soon with that pitching. And as long as they, you know, stay healthy and whatever the case may be, maybe bring in another uh, player that can hit for them. I could see them going far and I hope they do. I really do. Yeah. It's always fun when your teams are playing good or at least good enough that you have hope that they can go somewhat far. And Right. right now I feel like I feel that way for all three teams. Yeah, I I do too. Yep. Well, I think uh I think we covered uh really the sports the sports Wisconsin saga for this episode. Uh this is our 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 summer episode. Um we will be back uh soon. I um school starts soon. We go back to our our apartment. Um yeah, expect we, some uh, in person in person stuff. It'll hopefully be a little a little more polished and Exactly. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Oh, and also expect if I can figure out technology because I'm not very good with it. Expect some uh, new quality uh, video as well with the audio. So um, we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, this is this episode's been great. Um, Cam, thanks for uh, thanks for doing another episode with me. Always a pleasure. Look forward to next time. Yep. All right. So we'll be back with you uh, in a month, uh, a little over a month or so when we're back at school. Um, but this was our summer episode to really us, uh, you know, talk about and celebrate a Bucks championship. But uh, yeah. So until next time, uh, it was good seeing you guys. Good talking. And uh, we'll be back. Peace. Love you. <laughs>